Chris. I know. It's so <laughs> sad. And also, I now understand why you decided to spring this on me. <laughs> Dear listener, we are gathered here today to mourn the loss of a beautiful ginger tum. It all, I always thought it would be his ass that killed him. <laughs> and it wasn't. Or maybe his dick. But then we cut that off. And no, it wasn't. It was his wretched guts what done him in. His wretched guts. My poor beautiful boy, the colonel, a sort of farting cushion with opinions, has gone off to the big, I suppose, airing cupboard in the sky. The toothless buffet. Yes, a sort of, like, I like to imagine there's an awful lot of dropped pate wherever he is now. Soups, porridges. (laughs) Injured mice. A lot of thick but runny food. (laughs) Just slurries. Uh, cushions, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. people nearby but not really interacting with them. Absolutely not. No people that he can see, and for some reason, iceberg lettuce. <laughs> Motherfucker loved an iceberg. It was it was odd. He was an odd cat, but we loved him very much, and he is unfortunately dead. We uh, it is the is the first pet I've had to put down, which is quite quite a sobering affair. Quite um, like I'm okay. I'm sad about it. But there was a period of, I'm going to say, about three to four hours where I just yell cried mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in a shower. And I think, like, normally you're supposed to be sort of, like, messed up for, like, like for a few months after a pet dies. But I think I just sort of, a bit like taking MDMA, I just got it all out of the way in one hideous burst. I think there was also an element of, you'd been preparing for this since you got him. Yeah, I mean, he was he was broken when we, when we inherited the cat. Yes. He was an ancient, lopsided cat when you acquired mm-hmm. it. Mismatch, kind of like, kind of like a rug. Well, like, like, like a doormat. Did occasionally yowled. Yeah, like, like he he moved like an upended laundry basket. <laughs> and an upended laundry basket was all you really needed to contain him. Pretty god. I mean, yeah. So that's that's where I was last Friday, mm. which explains why this episode is is, is late. Uh, but also, just you know. It's just, it's your boys Chris and Grant. They don't record podcasts anymore. (laughs) Certainly not on time. Certainly not on time. Which brings me to my next funeral for a friend. If you'll excuse me a second. (laughs) My next death cab for cutie. No, wait, hang on. We are wrapping up. Party those friends. Folks, listen. We ran out of ideas a long time ago. And that's kind of a running gag which we have in the show. It was a running gag and then it became increasingly true as we went through. And Chris and I, we've made the decision to quit while we're at best neutral. <laughs> Remember kids, quit while you're Switzerland. Yeah. So I wouldn't say we were quitting while we were ahead. Because that, I mean, that we're probably talking like episode 35 to 40 at that point. Oh, Grant, we've but- never been ahead. Have been a bit when we were ahead. <laughs> Maybe. Point is, point is, we are old, tired, and significantly busier now than we were when we started recording Hearty Dose Friends. We are so busy now. 
We are putting out an awful lot of books. We are having... We had a meeting with seven people in it last night. Can you imagine that? All on video. It was grotesque. Disgusting. Didn't know where to look. We're busy. We're, we're running a small business. We're small businessmen. Chris is a large businessman. I'm an entrepreneur, technically. Yeah, legally. I think what we're doing could be classed as a startup. Yeah. Do, do you need do you need like outsider investment for it to be you a startup? You need a slide or? and beanbags for uh, it to be a startup. Okay. Well, we had a beanbag in Australia. That's true. But I'll get the slide. I'll, I'll just grease the stairs. That'll do it. Yeah. So we are running a business now full time. We are managing employees or employee. Uh, and it's it's a strange place to be in. And it feels as though we just can't just can't get the yucks out. <laughs> just can't can't bring the, the hot funnies on a reliable period. And we thought we you know, we had a bit of a um, had a bit of a hiatus and we we gone to a two weekly model. And if anything, that's made us less reliable. So I think that... I, I also want to say, this isn't the last episode of High Dose Friends. No. This isn't it. We ain't springing this on you. No, no, no. Yeah, sorry. My God, God, the last four minutes must have been terrible. I, I imagine people just crying into their iPhone. Howling in the shower. No. No, we're going we're gonna to take... We're going to ride this baby all the way to 200. We're going to have a episode 200 spectacular... It'll be so full of in-jokes, it'll make it completely inaccessible to anyone who, want, anyone who wants to listen to it from, the, from that point onwards. That point backwards. Point is, we're wrapping it up. We love you very much, and we want to keep bringing you top-quality content, and we just can't. <laughs> just not coming out anymore. So we are going to do some more episodes. How many episodes? About 10. 15-ish. Ish. 15-ish episodes, gearing up to, a, to a, an, an amazing episode 200 with special guests i'm sure sean connery will come back sean's always been here he's just been like sean... under the floorboards like a like a horrible slithering telltale heart <laughs> like eugene victor tombs <laughs> coming up through your u-pipe uh, we'll have uh, m- maybe david bowery could come back in and uh maybe chris could learn to do a single impression no no um, oh, you can do. You can do. Um, you can do. Noel Coward. Can I? No, no, not Noel Coward. What's what's, what's that Northern fellow who's very sad? Alan Bennett. Alan oh Bennett. no! Oh no! It's Sean Connery under the floorboards. So, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of ado for the top of the show, including two musical interludes. But yeah, it's 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 time to wrap it up. It's time to move on. We don't know what we're going to do afterwards. Um, we may carry on releasing something. There might be a season two. That might come in short bursts. There might just be some random stuff that we put out. We don't know. Yeah. But whatever we do, if there's a sort of entertainment product that we put out, we will continue to use you, this podcast feed, and the Discord as a sort of test bed. <laughs> so brace yourself. Yeah, that's something you can look forward to. Uh, so that's all that's all the ado we're gonna have. Without further ado, this is this is a role-playing games podcast or a games podcast in some capacity. We are going to Design a game live on air for you in our hot little rooms. Oh, so Oh, oh, what a small and hot room I'm in. And I would like for you, Christopher, to give me your half of a game. I will give you my half of a game, Grant. My half of a game is gambling. Okay. Because I, I went out for lunch today. Oh, when you, and, and you started gambling? I, well, yeah, just, just heavily on the roulette tables. Uh, I... <laughs> the Sheffield City Centre roulette table. <laughs> Yeah, you joke. Oh, you probably you, you probably got a casino, haven't you? They got several. I'm. Yeah, uh, I right. went out and had a very lovely Portuguese mm-hmm. steak sandwich. Oh, lovely! And on my way back, I passed a casino. Okay. 
And so I'm thinking gambles. When you say gambling, do you mean like actually gambling for real money or that there's a resource within that we can yes. gamble with? All right, cool. Because the idea I had was using an existing board game like Dread. Okay. So one option we have is Monopoly with real money. Mousetrap with real mice. Mm. Ticket to ride with real trains. That's just trains at that point. <laughs> it's <laughs> very large scale. I feel as though there is... We've been making games which have been too serious of late, which have been too viable. I saw an advert for a um, for a mobile game, which I thought was very clever. <laughs> It was. I used to advert- so uh, I used to watch a lot of Time Team mm-hmm. on uh, on Four On Demand, and the two adverts you got was for home insurance and gambling. Yes, and I find gambling adverts fascinating because so many of them are like, "Hey, this is super bad for you." Okay, listen, we've done everything we can to stop you doing this, but please come and do this. Please, we need you to. It's it's really bizarre, isn't it? It's like it's like at least like cigarette packets. Managed to. Oh, the other idea we had while Chris was over was doing a sort of top trumps, mm-hmm. but with but with like the sort of um, those uh, those those silly little pictures of infections you get. They're sort of fun little pictures of mouths you get. I mean, my current one is a brain cut in half and it just gouting blood. I like the one where there's a guy looking sadly at his, uh, his limp cock. Oh, with with the hand inverted oh. under his nose. Oh no, it's not doing anything. There there are several articles online about that man. Are there? Yeah, so there's there's several interviews with him. And he didn't quite know what the gig was for. Right. Oh my god. Oh my god. And and so he just kinda winged it and we got but the... just like, just like stock photography, right? Yeah, sure, I'll take a picture yeah, of someone. Exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll look sad on my dick. He's not gonna, he didn't think he was gonna be the poster boy for it for self injury. I think it's like for a for an NHS health thing, you'll be taking a picture. And nine times out of ten okay. that's like a smiling person going, I beat leprosy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't need the doctor. Yeah. And mm. no, he was like, My dick's weird. Oh my days. And uh, as you can imagine, it's been difficult for him to live down. Mm. Mm. But you get you get those fun sayings like "smoking causes impotency" or like um, "was it cigarettes contain over seventy chemicals that cause cancer?" I don't care how many chemicals are in it. I know there's chemicals in it. What's the difference between one and seventy? Like cancer's the big word there. You can just print that several times. Yeah. And and you have kind of a top trumps game where you trade those. Anyway, I watched a lot of time team. I, had, I watched a lot of gambling adverts. Um, and they have a man who I think does football for Sky Sports. Um, earnestly begging you to spend, please, not too much money, or we'll get in trouble. <laughs> but we will give you a hundred pounds to to gamble with if you just spend five. Please don't look into this cursed well. There's gold. Inside the well, and it whispers only the purest secrets. But please don't come and draw the sweet water out of the cursed well. Whatever happens, do not roll on these hot, hot crabs tables. <laughs> I have a gun. Oh no, another millionaire. Oh, we'll be ruined. Um, no, because they have all that gambler wear stuff. Yeah. But they also had a uh, five-a-side fantasy. It was like fantasy football, except you you build your you build a five-a-side team mm-hmm. out of imaginary players, like actually imaginary or real players' names. Well, it's actually imaginary. Okay. Although cool. um, I I like the idea that you you build a five-a-side team out of real players, and then they'd have to play in it. <laughs> 
No, I'm sorry, I can't do the match on Saturday. No, I've got to. Uh, I've got to go play five. It's like some bloke from Stoke downloaded the app. Oh, I've got uh, Diego Maradona and Fivel from Fivel Goes West. Got a um, what's this? Legion Armor Astorius. <laughs> and Kenneth Clark. I've got the entire cast of Fire Emblem Fates in, uh, in midfield. That's great. My team is comprised of everybody from the background of Friends episodes. It just says the car from Need for Speed Underground. <laughs> I didn't think there was a specific car. <laughs> it's the Fiat Ponto that was featured in The Queen. <laughs> was there a Fiat Ponto in there? I don't, I don't remember weird. that. I don't remember that. I, I, don't, I, just, I don't mean to alarm you, but the captain of my, of my team is apparently, it says here, the speech from the King's Speech. Oh, that's... I don't think that can move. You know, you need to put them in goal. Ah, the goal I stats see, because they're quite... They're quite yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you, you equip them with some enchanted gloves yeah. and you go to town. Right, I think we, we may have invented a better game. Possibly. Already. This was a game where you, you sort of like, you, you had players. I think there was a light gacha element, but it was kind of like a football manager vibe to it. So like you had like you had your team and you went off and did things. And then when you played other players, you bet real money on the game. Oh. Yeah. And then whoever won the game... One money. That's very clever. And of course, Uncle Skybet or what have you gets his beak wet, doesn't he? Doesn't he? Doesn't he? He he moistens his bird features. He dips his dusty little mouth, has a little peck around the watering hole, and oh, gets out some of that money right oh. in your coin purse. Oh, put that e forty five away. My beak is saturated. <laughs> <laughs> this team is dripping in Bitcoin. <laughs> so. I thought that was a genuinely really clever idea and kind of fun. I, I like. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't care for gambling because I think much in the same way I don't care for Magic: The Gathering, League of Legends, or um, or what's that spaceship game about spreadsheets? Eve Online. Yeah. Because there's so much I have to know before I can get good at it. Right. Right. You, maybe. Maybe not Magic. What you're saying is you don't like games you can't win. I don't like games that I can't win immediately. Yes. And I think that's like one of the things I really liked about Team Fortress Two was that if you were an absolutely shitty player, like, if you're a shitty player at your at, at your level, as it were, if you're a new player, if you had the right character, you could pretty much steamroller someone who had the wrong character. Yeah, it was rock like, paper the scissors. Yeah, the characters were set up to attack each other, which meant that if you're having a really hard time, you could swap out, and it just, it just meant that you had an advantage against the team. I thought that was really nice because it meant that you could have, you know, like like your character choice became a big deal, but also it meant you could have like little wins. Yeah, as an aside there for Team Fortress, mm. Uh, mm. I have a recommendation for people who have played Team Fortress, and that is to go on YouTube okay. um, and look at GameSpot's YouTube channel because they have a historian from the Royal Armouries go through video games and look at the guns in them. Oh, well done, GameSpot. GameSpot. Game spot and like oh okay like I'm looking at this Call of Duty game. Uh, this gun's very accurate, but wasn't at this time period. This is a very interesting piece of history around this. And then the t- there's there's three Team Fortress episodes, and it's basically just him crying <laughs> <laughs> because none of it makes sense, and it's all kind of like yeah, like the the, the person who designed the gun went yeah, I've seen a gun yeah, broadly bullets can, come out that end, right. Them. It's got a trigger, and it's just him weeping, and it is. It's wonderful to watch this man's spirit get progressively crushed. Delightful. And then he yeah, plays yeah, like Battlefield Four and goes like, "Oh, okay, cool. It's all fine again." <laughs> it's wonderful. Anyway, sorry. I I don't care for games which have a great amount of lore or a great amount of mastery which come to them in that respect before you can kind of get to a basic playing level. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's entirely uh, fair. Um, 
and some people do, and I get it for them, not for me. Um, but I don't, I, I, I don't understand like you know horse racing or dog racing or foot or betting on football or anything because I don't understand the greater odds of the sport. Yeah, the the background systems. You're trying to outthink a bookkeeper, which feel like at least in the casino you've got like chance. Like it's, it's supposed to be a game of chance, but it's rigged in favour. Yeah. Point is, this means that this is kind of a closed, complete unit where I could go and just do some quiet gambling, and it's a computer game which I would gamble on. Mm-hmm. There's got to be money. And my beak is getting awful dry and ashy, Christopher. So what you're going to do is create what, what I can only see as adult playing pogs for keeps. Is that, is that where you just play with £2 coins? <laughs> yeah, that's your keeny, my friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, some sort of... It's like football seems like a really easy sell because a great deal of the people who are already gambling understand and enjoy football. Mm-hmm. And some of them gamble on football. Uh, but this is like this. This can be asynchronous. This doesn't have. This doesn't focus around a particular event or what have you, which is something you can do. It's like online poker. Yeah. But significantly more interesting. And so I'm wondering. You've got gambling. My my idea for having a board game or something. I I don't I don't much care for it. I mean, like yeah, yeah sure, sure. You can make Kaplunk interesting. Oh, you can you can make anything interesting. It was a drinking game. Absolutely. Well, I meant gambling on it, but um, you know, and like, and like, sure, I had a brief stint as a Kaplunk hustler in my youth. Who didn't? We all went around Kaplunk halls. Oh, what are these marbles? Oh, that's funny. And you pull the sticks out, do you? <laughs> oh, 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 this this watch is so heavy. Let me take it off for a second. Say, <laughs> so, hang on. Why don't I make this interesting? Oh no, I've lost two hundred pounds. I tell you what, double to nothing. Oh, so, so, hang on, hang on, I've got to connect four of them in a row. You say. Oh, that's interesting. That's good. I know it's incredible. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. But, oh, let me, oh, hang on. But I don't understand. I can't see your battleships. How on earth would I hit them? Oh, I see. Oh, it's kind of, you can kind of work it out. Oh, all right. Okay. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. C4. Hang on a sec. So you're saying scissors beat paper. Paper beats rock. Okay. Tic-tac right. what? <laughs> Tic-tac who? <laughs> I think we've got it down to the lowest possible game. I think so. I think we boiled that right So what you're saying is, if you touch me, I'm it. <laughs> so I just have go. to say dibs. I don't you can bet on dibs. <laughs> no, you can't. You, you aware of the phrase Bagsy? I'm well aware of the phrase Bagsy. You had Bagsy, because I've not heard anyone say it in fucking years. Yeah. Bagsy, Bagsy is definitely a southern thing, from memory. Yeah. Oh, we had it up at North. Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, Bagsy, uh, Shan. That's the other one we had up in the north. Oh, that, that's there. that's northern. Oh, that's Shan. Childhood, 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 childhood. <laughs> childhood slang aside, we need to make ourselves a gambling app. Because sure, we're making some fine money in the role-playing games industry. We're doing okay for ourselves. Sure. We we each have a moderately sized yacht in dry dock. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got mine outside. But, it is clogging up the street. Well, got to park it somewhere, haven't you? Exactly. Yeah. Not a lot of lakes in, in, in the middle of England. I don't think... Dry dock means on the street. I don't know what it means. Then I have made some mistakes. <laughs> I have to. I kept smashing champagne bottles against it, but it wouldn't move. I, the Queen was here. <laughs> I thought that was part of it. Nothing happened. That's a lot of horns honking. Not enough stuff has champagne smashed over it. Maybe we should just do that with more things. Next time we release a book, we'll break a bottle of champagne over it. It's just uh, over over one or more of the authors. Yeah, it just it just feels like yeah, it has to be as, it has to be as, as hard as a ship. That's true. I'm I'm a lot more doughy. We're miles off. We're miles off. Well, I want to make a gambling app. Yes, and I want to sell it 
to the Critical Role Dungeons and Dragons crowd. Right. I'm seeing all these gifs. I'm seeing all these short videos of people saying clever, clever sounding things and making in jokes and rolling their dice. And it's all very slick sets and everyone's American. And I'm saying, I want some of that sweet dollar. I want some of their dollar. I want I want to go into their pockets. Brendan Mulligan, is that his name? I think he's one of them. I want his wallet and I want to go through it and take the money out of it. Let's let's take whoever that is monies. How are we gonna get nerds to gamble? So one of the good things about Dungeons and Dragons mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is that they really like to have iconic NPCs that they reuse. They do, don't they? For instance, I who among us knows not of Drizzt de Erden? Mm, an Elminster. Elminster and Drizzt de Erden's panther. His panther. Pretty sure it has, a, it has a name. It's like, I believe it's Gwyn It's Welsh. Oh, okay. It's not like Shadow Weaver. No, it's a Welsh panther. Okay. And all those other famous <laughs> Forgotten Realms characters. It was different back if one of them's probably a gnome. I guess. Oh, what's 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 the Mad Mage? The guy who did the um did the Caverns of Nightmare. Undermountain. Yeah, it's a guy who like it's, he's all he's all responsible for it down there. I want to say like, oh, Alastor Blackstar. That's not it. I think that's a name. I mean, obviously it's a name. Kind of. I mean, Alistair isn't. Yeah. I think it's Alistair okay. is where I'm going here. Your point is there are your point is there are up to three There's... memorable. Iconic NPCs in Forgotten Realms. There are over eight NPCs in Dungeons and Dragons lore. And that means four aside. Right, now, okay. what I'm thinking here is that because, I don't know about you, but I don't like my beak to be wet, I like it to be sopping. I, yeah, I, I want to have problems like calling to my mate. Or breathing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to double dip. I'm going to double dip here. <laughs> and okay. I think what we want to do is introduce a gacha style game where you pay for packs mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then gamble. Yeah, because like Gacha is already gambling for nerds. Yes, yes it is. And like and like um Gacha and loot boxes, I suppose. Yeah, I got like, problems. Like pe- paying for unlock keys. Yeah, you actually buy that shit. I don't got you? problems. I don't know. Like I've got problems, but at least they're kind of the, it's like like sort of cool problems that you get to talk to a therapist about. Yeah, no, I got I got gambling addiction problems. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, but it's but it's not for like money. No. It's for it's for like it's for like a new hat for your elf. Exactly. Right, Very yeah. important hats. Right. Having a limited resource and then allowing a chance to have that resource for money is fine, but it's some Skinner box shit. I don't care for it. It's boring. What I want is the is the nerd equivalent of that of that make your own five aside football team. Yeah, but the issue is that if you give access to every single character ever, then every team's going to be the same because there is there is an optimum. Sorry, sorry, you're right. There there definitely has to be a a loot drop box mechanic. You, you know what? I'm I'm sorry. I think I'm I'm being I'm being I'm being a reductionist here. Yes and let's throw all these things together. Yes. Definitely. There is a there is there is an extensive gacha mechanic to it. Yeah, like I think we need that gacha mechanic. We need that like barrier to entry. Oh sure you can earn the very mm-hmm. best in the game. But that's going to take oh, you sure. literal lifetimes. Absolutely. Like your grandkids might have that set. I think what I would like to do is is it man, I love the idea of hereditary gacha. Right. Uh, the um the idea that if you uh if you share a lot of pictures using the in sharing app. Mm. Now this now this would be secret code. We couldn't tell anyone about this. But if you share a lot of pictures through the sharing app, your chance of getting rare armor increases. You, no, you you can absolutely do that. Fuck, oh, because then they're gonna spam it. What I want is I want to log on and for my friend to say, "Oh my god, I can't believe I got this cool armor." Yeah, that's true. Because I see I see a nice picture of the cool armor. And I'm like, "Oh, if my friend got it, 
I should have it. I'm going to spend some money on this. Because I'm better than my friend. Yeah. Now, microtransactions. Yeah, so, what I'm thinking here, right, right there's, yeah. there's three key stages. Mm-hmm. Which is acquisition, mm-hmm. equipment, mm-hmm. and then the actual gambling fight sequence. The, the contest, the PvP element of it. Yes, it's the actual yeah. content, so to speak. Mm-hmm. It's all content, baby. <laughs> The gacha element is very important because it, it mm-hmm. gates entry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's a very quick turnoff for people who don't have serious gambling problems. That's very true. It, like, it, it's, it's a screen. Yes, and it, that works twofold, right? Like, mm-hmm. obviously, that saves a lot of people from a horrible gambling addiction. But it mm-hmm. means that we definitely get the people with horrible gambling addictions to play. We are going to need to get the guy from Skybet. Yes. Come along and say, please don't unlock this sexy dwarf. We'll get in trouble. Oh, no, hang on. We'll have to do this in a nerd variant. Okay, well, well, we can still get, um, nope. what's the name? That, red, that red-headed woman who, who demos board games. Oh, Becca Scott. Yeah, Stevenson. Becca Scott. Yeah, we'll get Becca Scott. Hi, guys. I'm here to tell you about safe gambling. Or, or even worse than that, which is what I'm going okay. for here. We All get right. an ex-Counter-Strike commentator. Wow, okay. His I can only remember his handle. His handle is Red Eye, and right. he's been do- he's been doing Counter Strike commentary for years, and he has both the look and sound of somebody who tells you not to gamble. Mm-hmm. He was okay. he was pushing forty many years ago, mm-hmm. like he for for a Counter Strike ecosphere, he was mm-hmm. old. Mm, yeah, because it's a young man's game, isn't it? it? Absolutely, yeah. Like most yeah. of those players are in the very early twenties, latest. Mm. And, and he was game, he was if not forty, then very close mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. And we get him to do it because he he looks mm-hmm. like an authority. He sounds like you imagine a Counter Strike commentator would sound. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We get him to do it and him to run mm-hmm. all the like in game tutorials and stuff. Could we also get Tracer in it? She's quite popular. She's very popular. She's well. She's one. She's one of the playable characters. Hello, lads. <laughs> Call bl- apples and blimey, love a duck. It's me, Tracer from the Overwatchers. I'm here to tell you about safe gambling limits. Remember, when the fun stops, stop! Bet your house on me to win! <laughs> you can always travel back in time, can't you? Apples and eels! Our money? Bet you got kids! <laughs> Sell me your kids! Tracer, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, off I go! <laughs> <laughs> to my textile industry! <laughs> <laughs> to what I refuse to call the sweatshop! <laughs> I refer to as material fun camps. <laughs> That's what I like to call Wallet University. <laughs> Belt Town. So, so we have this really stern guy, and he he can do all the, all the tutorials. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that you have to that like that like the the gacha element acts as a screen. Yeah, but I also don't like the way it acts as a screen because there's a lot of people who we could corrupt with this. Yes, but crucially, what we then get is we then get diehard gambling addicts playing against diehard gambling addicts. Oh, that's interesting. Right? And when you've got somebody who goes, well, I've spent my two pounds for today. <laughs> oh, time to play another game. No. That actually that actually deletes their app. Yeah. I want the person who at 3am is trying to find a credit card they reckon they had. <laughs> if you stuff up two pounds a day, I don't want you taking that room with my fucking servers. <laughs> like, dwarves. Like, yeah, you, you're just taking up server space. Get out of here. Yes, there's. I mean, and like, and, and maybe we could do that in kind of, again, like the secret code thing. The less money you spend on it, the more slow and unresponsive the app becomes. <laughs> but the better the drops are. Yes, like, like, like there's a, like, there'd be some Big Brother shit. Oh, absolutely. 
I would be I would be poking into people's accounts left, right, and centre. GDPR be damned. We can get them in the EULA. Yeah, yeah. Not sign anything. That's absolutely fine. So, so it's it's very invasive. We've got the catcher. We've huge. got this. We've got Red Eye from Counter Strike, mm-hmm. who's who's telling you about safe gambling limits. Wink. Tracer, who's uh, who's telling you how to ha- how to access payday loans and exploit kids to make t-shirts. I like to think of them as kind of like the good angel and devil, like the angel and devil on your shoulder. Absolutely, yeah. They work Except in tandem. They both work. They both work for a gambling. And I, I very much want to see a very very tired Counter-Strike commentator pretending to interact with a video game character (laughs) in all the videos. (laughs) I cannot imagine that not being hilarious. That's right, Tracer. (laughs) Cheer up, Red Eye! We've got that. We've got the gacha. We've got the... You said the equipment came next. Yes, so you've you've opened your pack. You've obviously, I don't know, set fire to the lower level stuff, fed it to the higher level stuff, whatever you're doing here. Because like, cause we were chatting before, because I think we were, we were talking about doing a gacha game in some capacity. Mm-hmm. I forget which episode it was. But we were saying how, I, it was Street Fighter, that was it. Oh, wanted, yeah. I wanted to have like, I wanted to have the, like, the way in which um, characters are combined in gacha lampshaded and made a thing. Sure. But I really like the idea of cooking lower level equipment or characters and then feeding them directly. Yeah. So like, so like, like you'd burn them and then it would be like, oh, it's some, uh, it's some Merovingian steaks. <laughs> so yeah, you you take Alan Shearer and you pour mm-hmm. molten gold down his throat that was a mol- mm-hmm. m- melted down crown, and he levels up. Oh no, I really wish this hadn't happened. I'm finding it even 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 more difficult than normal to speak. I should never have been a striker. Uh, um, Alan Sh- um, I don't open. My mouth very wide in case someone pours a crown down it. <laughs> it's happened twice. Happened twice already today. Go on. But you've got your equipment, right? So you've got mm. your slots. You've got jersey. Is this a football game or is yeah, it's absolutely a, a football game. game? Right. Okay. So, so, so we're. I, I understand. I thought we were making a D and D game, but yes. I get it now. Okay. You know what? I'm sorry. I'll stop. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> So you've got you've got your jersey, you've got your boots, you've got your, jersey, you've got your shin guards, you've got your boots, you've got your shin guards, you've got your uh, head, your armband. Head, headband. Now the armband is very special, oh, so the armband is okay. a modifier. So yeah, I think it, I think it, it adds plus one to being a captain. But... Ah, ah okay. ha ha! Yes, it does. Right. But imagine, like, if you're playing Warhammer Forty Thousand, right, and you've got a bannerman, right, and yeah. he does a big area buff. Yeah, like bubble. Yeah, right. So you've got things like the. Um, Pretending to be okay with the LGBT community armband, which is frequently on many football stars who clearly aren't. You could say which lives matter via your armband. Exactly, and that changes your buff. Interesting. Okay, I see. So you could have a yeah, you could you could have a rainbow armband, which might sort of like increase the homophobia of players around you. But also, it means that your team is better. If it includes different, like nobody from the same game or sport, I see, right, or sexuality. Yeah, exactly. So if everybody's absolutely different, mm-hmm. then you, then that's great. You get you get even more even more stats from that. But if you anybody shares it, it's less. You got headbands. You got headbands. You've got water bottles. You've got a big you got a big big jacket for the manager. I was going to go with branding. Branding seems important, and, and and that gives you like special powers. Yeah. Yes. That, that's oh, your, no, that's no, your no, magic no. abilities. I think it should be more like NASCAR. Oh, just a just a clusterfuck. Just an app. It's an absolute corporate bukkake. Yeah. Because well, that's the thing. Like football, like you get like I think I think you can wear special shoes and you get paid for that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but then, like any actual sponsor, that's kind of that's kind of by the team, isn't it? It is by the team, yes. And NASCAR is also by the team, but there's lots more teams, as it were, per race. <laughs> there's so only, there's only have... one car per team. There's a lot of real estate to just really get messy. Yeah. Just play around. Just play around in the space and get messy. It's a wonder that nobody's bought a limo yet, mm, just to get well, more turning. real estate on there. The only thing you do in NASCAR is turn left, and limos aren't very good at turning. Yeah, but it's not a hard left, is it? <laughs> right. <laughs> It's not a 90 degree turn, it's like two degrees left forever. It's not fucking Monaco, is it, Grun? (laughs) It's not Canada, turn one. A little F1 joke there for you. Yes, I don't know enough about... I assume Monaco is a windy course, I think it is. It is fairly, but Canada turn one is a hairpin and it's hilarious every time. Mm. I've never watched it and not just seen an enormous stack of incredibly expensive vehicles. Good. Um, you've got sponsorship. Mm. You've got all these different modifications to these players. Uh, when you say these players, you said mm. we had Alan Shearer. Yes, uh, yes, who, I did. Who, yes. We, who we've powered up by pouring liquid metal inside him. Mm-hmm. Um, what other sort of characters have we got? Because we're heavily implying traitors in it. Yes, you see, that's the thing, Grant. Right. It will be anybody who pays us. Now, I don't mean to alarm you, Chris. Mm-hmm. Are we making Fortnite? Kind of. Now, in right. Fortnite, you play as a character, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you go and shoot some people, and sometimes maybe Thanos is there. I don't know. Than- Thanos is there. I believe Dead Mouse was around, or um, what's his name? Marshmallow fellow. Know. Doesn't spell it right. Mac DeMarco? I don't know. Sorry. One one of these young EDM types. John Wick's in it, I think. John Wick might well be in it. Yeah, sure. But okay. like, what we're doing, right, is we're setting the bar incredibly high for, like, how much you pay us to get in. And then okay. all you do is get added to the gacha. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we, we talk to some people ahead of time. So we get Wizards of the Coast on side. We get all of their NPCs. Also, we get Dritzt and his Panther and Elminster. Yeah, and the Undermountain Oof, dude. And, and the, all the guy, of that. Yeah, yeah. We talk to Blizzard. Yeah, yeah get, um, get, 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 get that big orc guy. Yeah. hat. Yeah. Dead guy. <laughs> the alive guy. All those other guys. I think the dead guy and the alive guy are the same guy. Crucially, we get Tracer. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, we're, we're Trancer. And we just change a few things. I, I don't want to fluck. Fluck? I don't want to fuck with Blizzard Legal. We're going to have so much money, it's fine, man. That's true. We'll just, we'll counter-sue them with their own money. Okay, so we've got, I'm not quite sure what the game is yet, but it's sounding heavily like it's football. It is football. Right, okay. But, what's the but? Trace is really fast. Trace is very fast. She runs back and forward in time. Yes. And Alan Shearer just runs forward in time. Okay. Okay. So... (laughs) But, crucially, Alan Shearer is very good at football, and we don't know how good Tracer is. Oh, that's very true. I One of my favourite things about D&D 5th Ed, mm-hmm. sorry, 4th Ed, mm-hmm. is there were three, three, three power sort of tiers. There was... At um, will, encounter, daily. Incorrect. That's, what, that's not what I was talking about. <laughs> uh, there were three tiers of power, which were um, epic, uh, paragon, and heroic. And it was like levels one to ten, eleven to twenty, um, twenty-one to thirty. For the first, for the first ten levels, if one, of, if one of your party died, that was a real problem. And like, like for half of that, there was no means of bringing them back to life. There was no means of like getting that character back. It was a real sort of a heartbreaking moment. Sure. And they describe death at levels twenty-eight and above as a speed bump. Mm-hmm. And every character has some capacity to just go, "No, I didn't die. Fuck you." And. The, diff- like the difference in play, the difference in tone between those two things 
is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And we could do it to football. We could. Are we are we putting death into football? Because I, I think there's been alarmingly few deaths. I was about to say at football, but there's been a lot of deaths at football. Um, let's, let's, I live let, near let's, Hillsborough. Let's say um, on the pitch. I was about to say, well, even then. Um, Dur- during a during game. a match with the players and no police involvement. I'm, I'm fine if police die. Well, I but, mean, I, I was yeah. specifically referencing the hill. Yes, absolutely. Yes, like, I very much wasn't the problem. But yes, okay. I think I think we might be getting a little bit detached here. Yes, I think we might because like because what we've done is we've taken the idea of a of, of a competitive football game mm-hmm. and we've added a gacha element. We've added some branding to it. Yeah, um, and we're maybe going to have the players kill each other. Possibly. I mean. Side effects. So, well, like stun each other. You yeah, know. whatever. I, I feel like this, this is too disparate. This is too like we've built kind of built a platform here rather than a game. Okay. And I want something that's a bit more, a bit more snappy, a bit more selly. You know. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking Super Smash TV. Right. What Super Smash TV? Uh, Super Smash TV is a. Um, it's it's a game based on the sort of programs they watched in the film RoboCop. Okay. So so it's uh, like like the, you are you are some dudes in like in like padded wrestling helmets and lycra trousers and you're armed and have to go into a basement and kill mutants for cash cash cash. Oh right. Okay. Gotcha. It's all televised. It's kind of a cheesy announcer that sort of thing. Uh, a bit like X Crawl, the game as well. Right. Okay. Yeah. Alan Shearer is fucked. Yeah, he's not great in that in that in that. Thing. And also, like all the gold's really going to slow him down. Mm. Now. I might, I guess, it might give him some armor. No, it's a very soft metal. Point is, I think we can get people to have fun laser battles against strangers for money. Okay, but what if we kept going full circle? Okay, so fast that it became a centrifuge, and we flew out of that circle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was also football. In that. Okay. You've got it. You've got these cool laser battles, but you also have to kick a ball into a goal through a series of labyrinthine corridors. Okay. Okay. Football. Not enough terrain. Right. Not enough terrain at any point in football. Not enough what gantries. Not. Yeah. Not enough cover. Mm-hmm. What I'm after is a cross between billiards and those inflatable paintball rigs. Yes. Wacky, waving, flailing, inflatable tube man, but in a football game. The co- the corridors spark something deep inside me. I love the idea of like of each of each sort of nation having their own ridiculous over t- over the top um kill box. Overtuned de- uh, tomb of horrors. Basically, yeah. And like there'd be there'd be like some some challenges, but like we've got the capacity to have it all filmed now. We could have drones in there so you can see everything that happens. Absolutely. And it's kind of it's kinda of like the crystal maze in terms of set dressing. You've got you've got a laser quest element. You've got a you've got gantries. You've got like it's kind of like mini golf in a way. Except that the ball is dropped in the middle of this ridiculous arena, and then everybody has to fight over it and cannot touch it with their hands. Now, I suppose one of the benefits of having a big open field in football is it very much levels the playing field. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. No, but it does make it does sort of I suppose mean you rely on techniques which aren't say exploiting the the pitch. Yeah. And I worry that having a, even if it's mirrored, I worry that having a nightmare dungeon where somewhere is hidden a goal, brackets, the goal moves. I worry that that's going to be more like, 
Like, I get the ball, I go down a corridor, rest of the team can't do shit. Ah, oh, no, but you see, that's the thing. You, Everybody knows the layout of the maps. Mm-hmm. The maps are there to be learnt. Right, okay, okay, like a, like a shooter. Like a shooter. Like, you can you can look at, you can look top down on DE Dust 2. Yeah. And you can work out, okay, I can go under here, I can go over here, I spawn here, I know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm not thinking they're, like, ten miles long. No. Like, they're slightly bigger than a football field. And, like, high. Oh, multiple Tall. level. Uh, dense. A whole lot of problems. Yeah, dense, a lot of corridors, a lot of right angles. You know what I'm thinking? Thinking a Mario Kart level. Like 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 one of the battle levels. Yeah. You know? Lots of nice big regular shapes. Lots of that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So you can learn it and you can find your way around it, but the ball mm-hmm. is dropped in the centre and you have to get mm-hmm. to it and kick it. You mm-hmm. can't, like, fire a rocket at it. You can't pick it's it ju- up. It's just kicking. It's just, yeah, it's just it's, kicking. It is still crucially football. One of the things I like about I like about this is it lets you do fun tricks with the ball by kicking it off stuff. Yeah. So one of my favourite things in um, first-person shooters is I, I'm fairly good at understanding parabolas. Yes. So I'm fairly good with grenade launcher weapons. Mm-hmm. Which means that I can fire it around corners with some accuracy. Mm. Not a lot. Like, it's still a video game and you're largely guessing, but I kind of know. I kind of get it. You've got a lot of room for error with a grenade as well. Yeah, and I love the idea of, like, passing around two right-angle corners because you kicked it hard enough. Mm. And that's the mini-golf thing. Yes. You know? That's that kind of that kind of trick shot. Oh, and I feel both like... goals are windmills. Oh, absolutely, yes. Or, or the, maybe one of them's a dragon or a wizard or something. Or a clown. Make it proper yes. scary. And then... I think, like, at this point, we can start really, like, theming the teams as well. Yes. Yeah, that's fair. Like, you, like costumes. Not uniforms. Costumes. Mm. I want players to have themed makeup on. I want my guys... I want the style that my team is bringing to the arena to be part of this. So, this this also opens up more ways for us to get filthy lucre. I, I think I might just have been fixing football. I might have given up on the gambling side of things. Possibly. But, like, you gamble on the matches, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the key is here that, like, you can... Blizzard can be sponsored here and means we get Tracer in the game. Yeah, sure. But think now, the band Kiss sponsor the game. <laughs> and it's just... They're not in it. They don't want their what? likenesses in there. What a pull. But the outfits are. Right, I see. Okay. Is, Okay, okay. All I don't right. want fucking Gene coming in here with that nonsense. No, he can. He, I, I'll keep him. I'll, I'm gonna. There's a man I'll keep at arms. Oh, reach. he's he's so slimy. Absolutely not. No, he, he doesn't seem like a bad egg. I just don't no. want him anywhere near me or my kids. He just like next time you see him, check mm-hmm. how slimy he is. Next time you see him, throw down one of those little penny bangs and run away. <laughs> He'll think it's drugs and fall on the floor. <laughs> I love the idea of arcing shots round things of getting the football in places. I'm starting to think. I want I want to keep fucking with football. I want to keep messing with this mm-hmm. to the point where I feel like it could, it wouldn't it wouldn't be it wouldn't be reliably PVP enough. Okay. So we could shift it to a PvE single player experience along the lines of a um a roguelike <laughs> <laughs> multiple attempts on goal. The dungeon is randomly generated every time because it's a rogue. Like, you have five people. You start with one guy. You start with Alan Shearer. Always Alan. Welcome to Alan Shearer's football dungeons. Alan Alan Shearer is, uh, like, we get his likeness first. Yeah. And, like, he can't be that expensive. It's Alan Shearer, you know? Oh, I bet he could use a quid or two now. Well, he, he does commentating and stuff. Yeah, you know? but I reckon I, he can still use a quid. I figure he endorses, like, a cereal or something. 
Anyway, possibly. He's a quid. Every time you play, you, like, the tutorial is Alan Shearer. And then Alan's like, oh, I have to go back to Newcastle. It's now it's time for you to start exploring the dungeon. And then you have kind of, and then, like, you have your first character who comes in, and that's kind of your core character. And then you have to try and get the ball in the goal. Right. Other enemies, kind of. And then, and then, like, when, once you've done one level, you're onto the next level, mm-hmm. and this level is sponsored by Porsche. Precisely. Yes. Yes. There's cars driving around. It's right. difficult. And I'd, I'd like to just say that, that that is not so bizarre. Um, I I play an online game called Black Desert Online, which is an MMO in the vein of your World of Warcraft and your Final Fantasies. Um, has recently teamed up with, and I shit you not. Bugatti to bring you a Bugatti outfit. Okay. Which is, is just like it's, it's a, a leather or chrome it's or a, it's a bright blue knight's outfit with the Bugatti logo on it. Okay. And it's sure. It's just so ridiculous. Thanks, capitalism. That Bugatti who went, Yeah, yeah. I wonder if any of these MMOs will let us put our logo yeah. in it. Yeah. And then make people pay sixteen pounds for the privilege of wearing <laughs> clothes with our logo on it. They don't exist, mine. They're not real clothes. They can't keep you warm. No, fake clothes. Fake, fake clothes for a fake person. Right. You then start recruiting more people. Mm-hmm. You get up to your five-a-side team. You start getting um, like better odds on pulling in different guys onto you into your teams you start like oh i'm gonna recruit the um i'm gonna recruit the fiery people of manchester to my team and so you like over the course of the of the champ the the, uh, championship you have uh like you you build up and there's like there's like you like once once you've done like 50 things 50 runs as it were right the uh the the season is over and you're scored according to how to however well you did so it's possible if you play perfectly every time and get the ball in the goal then you'll have a -a five-a-side team win it and then and then you, you go and you, you defeat the sort of Sephiroth character who is just Alan Shearer, but he's got one wing. <laughs> and there's a huge orchestral score. Absolutely, yeah. Like, Absolutely everything massive. is massive. The levels are really badly balanced, so he's still, he's still speaking over this volume over here. Yeah. Uh, and you can't hear him over the... We've got, we've got big sponsorship. Mm-hmm. We've got a fun, physics-based, almost like a football puzzler roguelike. Yeah. I really like the idea of being able to click in click in my right bumper on my controller and I get a and it sort of slows down and I get to line up my shot and bounce it around the thing or oh, pass it to my mate like or kick it through a goblin's head. the old football games. Yes, because the shoes were called Predator, Because the shoes they? were Predators, yeah. Yes, as opposed to the aliens, the guys who had aliens. Yes, although I aliens. assume they would have worn them too. They Every advantage, that's what they're after. I don't know, I don't know whether their feet are the right shape. They make it work. Yeah, they're sort of, they're sort of, um, they're, they're ugly sister. At, you know. <laughs> they cut off a toe for that shit. So I'm thinking, I want a big bombastic Ned. Like, like we're selling to, uh, we're selling to the roguelike crowd, to like the orcs must die crowd, mm-hmm. like uh, to uh, it's, it's like big, colourful, fun traces there. The guy from CS:GO is still there for some reason. Alan Shearer. I think we need to have Alan Shearer in the name. I, I want to trade was, off that. I was thinking Alan Shearer's football dungeon as a base. Not as the actual name. I like I like where it's going. Uh-huh. Alan Shearer's nightmare zone. Nightmare zone. Alan Shearer's downhill jam. <laughs> SSX. Alan Shearer's tricky. <laughs> Yeah, Alan Shearer's Pro Pro Skater Two. So that what so so the Al, Alan Shearer's. I, I want to have the idea that you're you're forever going down into this football dungeon. Yeah, and I want to have the idea that um that it's it's uh it's Alan Shearer. 
Alan Shearer's so Moneyball. That might get confusing with the film Moneyball. That was the plan. Although I get, I get. Oh, I see. So we're going to get some of that sweet Brad Pitt dollar. Yeah. Oh, oh man, my favourite film starring, starring Jonah Hill and Alan Shearer. Sure, I'll pay. Wait a sec, this is a game. <laughs> oh no, I've got a gambling addiction. Oh god damn it, Chris! Alan Shearer's Infinite Descent. Alan Shearer's Inevitable Downhill. Alan Shearer's Inevitable Decline. <laughs> Alan Shearer, too old for this shit. Yeah, okay, okay. I think I think it's Alan Shearer, colon, Infinity Downhill. That's the one. That's the one. Thank you for listening to Hearty Dice Friends. This week's game is Alan Shearer, colon, Infinity Downhill, where you investigate a dungeon by playing football through it. Guess? With a load of ways we can make money. Absolutely, yes, yes. Heavily sponsored I mean, content. I mean, interesting. Hugely sponsored content, yeah. Interesting gameplay additives. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Well, whatever, whatever, whatever. <coughs> Oh, my beak's so dry. <laughs> oh, 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 these these seeds are chapping my little beak. <laughs> and all the other chaffinches will make fun of me. If you've enjoyed this, you can, for a few weeks at least, go to our Patreon. Uh, patreon.com forward slash hearty dice friends if, you, if you've been thinking about giving us some cash for this and you're like oh i don't know these guys have been phoning it in well yeah but also it's not going to be for that long so if you want to just sort of like boy us it's, um it's going to be at most a tenner for the rest of your life pretty much <laughs> and, and like and, and we could potentially put in a um put in like a stretch goal for our patreon which is like oh, if we hit this much per episode we'll start again which will be heartbreaking when it doesn't work <laughs> <laughs> Want us how it might as well just host a bake sale or a car wash. <laughs> sexy car wash. Uh, mate, any car wash is a sexy car wash. Unless you're in the car. Nope. At which point we can't see what you're doing in there. Still, I, I, I think it's sexy, and I'm having a sexy time. I'm touching myself. Okay, so. <laughs> We love you very much. Go forth. Have a wonderful time. Enjoy this passable weather we're having. Passable? It's gorgeous out there. Well, well, well okay. It's bright grey for me. Oh, yeah, so people, you so, yes, Yeah, and so I was kind of taking the climate across Britain. It's not passable. A lot of America, from what I can tell, it's just, it's like a rice cooker. That's true, yeah. It's a bad scene. It's a bad scene, everyone. We love you so much. Bye. Bye. <laughs>